Hey friend, it's Forrest, your favorite librarian. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get started. And welcome to episode three. Today, I want to talk about how reading is one of the greatest illustrations of self-discipline. And there are many benefits, but today I want to highlight three of the most essential. The first is me time. And secondly, communication and how reading can refine such. The third is reading fluency. And the fourth is exploration and discovery. But before we get into these great benefits of reading, let me give you some reading suggestions that may assist you along your journey or with this episode. One, the Black Trans Prayer Book. It's by Lady Dane F. Edie and J. Moss III. Also, Brujas, <laughs> The Magic and Color of Witches of Color by Lorraine Montagut, <laughs> one of my favorites, Storm from the Living and the Dead by Charles Bukowski, and This Will Be My Undoing by Morgan Jerkins, and last but not least, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, The Emotional Lives of Black Women by Inger Bernard Ziegler. Now, <laughs> These books may assist you as you discover the benefits of reading and also how it will help you to carve out and to define and to establish your version and method of self-discipline. And again, let me list out those four essential benefits that I believe are contributed or a portion of reading. One, me time. Two, communication and refining. Three, reading fluency. And four, exploration and discovery. But let's break and define all these things down so that we have a greater understanding or at least we're on the same page with each before moving forward in the conversation. <laughs> First, me time. When you think of reading, this is your individual time where you are just present with yourself and your consciousness and your interests and what's current. Not only pop culture, history, the news, editorial, but also what you like currently. That's current because sometimes our interest, our discoveries, sometimes what we don't like changes constantly or it will. And it's important to not only document that, but explore that to see why and for what reasons. You know, not only do we explore the reasons or the origin of other people's interest, but we need to do that for ourselves. And reading provides you that opportunity, that me time. You know, when you establish that me time, there are certain expectations, goals, and your subconscious mind is able to assist you. But one thing I want to allow you to see is that your goals are somewhat a reflection of your expectations. And sometimes through our previous experiences, we're able to see how certain traumas or possibly certain negative experiences shape our understanding of the benefits of reading. For example, if you've had a negative experience reading out loud, say in a classroom setting or out loud, it may disencourage you or may disheartern you to, or you may feel disheartened to read out loud again or in spaces that encourage such, you may not want to visit them or frequent them. So I encourage you to recreate moments. That way, in a sense, you're able to utilize those spaces or the activities that maximize all functionalities of the environment so that way you're able to in some ways recreate experiences where you felt powerless and I think that's important so 
when you want to recreate memories that will not replace certain areas of trauma or of negative experiences, but are able to navigate through these experiences or emotions. And so, for example, say you've had certain traumas reading out loud. You may want to visit certain spoken words or virtual discussions to start off with or social platforms like social media. That way you're able to figure out what best resonates with you. What's your best medium, your best niche, and what's your best audience that resonates with your interest or your intersection. Now, Another way you can look for certain ways to recreate a memory or memories is a book club, virtual or in person. You know, as the world begins to open up, there are opportunities to explore other ways to find a new normal, as many of us are finding our new normal in a sense, as what we once believed was okay or perceivable as manners or formalities is now something of the past. And as we recreate certain systems of social norms and mannerisms and just ways of thinking, it's important to remain open-minded because that will subsequently, subsequently allow you to have an open heart. And another way as you cultivate that me time is your communication. You're able to refine what those strengths are and also master certain skills. That way, not as though you're maximizing your weaknesses, but you're able to explore them and figure out what they are to articulate those needs. So that way you can find out the best resources that will support you as you journey along your discovery of what best helps you as you elevate to your best self. Another way I want to help to encourage you along your path of self-discipline with reading is that interest plus access and self-discipline equals great discovery and exploration. And let me say that again for the saints in the back. Interest plus access plus self-discipline, which is reading, equals discovery and exploration. And let me say this, you know, say you were reading the poetry of Charles Bukowski, the book I mentioned earlier, Storm for the Living and the Dead. You know, Charles Bukowski is known as a white, a vague, vulgar, a sexist, somewhat xenophobic man. But yeah, I truly appreciate him because he lets you understand the ignorance at a time that America felt as though they were progressive. And, you know, he reflects the shall I say the freshness and the youthness of the west coast of the America or excuse me of of excuse me of United States because he spent time excuse me in California you know the the German poet Charles Bukowski is one of my favorites I consider myself a Bukowskian but when we look at his poetry he's considered you know the American poet's dirty old man because he is somewhat of the uncle that you excuse because of his cultural and pop and excuse me, cultural and pop cultural references but yet it is his um, lack of couth and boundaries that provides you that distance for safeness and so when we explore certain work from say Morgan Jerkins such as hers such as her this will be my undoing you know that great feminist piece you know reflects another narrative that talks about liberation and how in order to provide someone or to contribute to a safe space I can only give those what I have 
And as I navigate in a world that is not institutionally, fundamentally, and in certain ways, consciously and presently and currently not for me, I am working in a way that my consciousness, because it's saturated in such European and Eurocentric and Euro-serving ways that anything that grows or evolves from me is an act of revolution, of resistance. And so when we see certain strong narratives like this, it's important to understand and understand that these narratives need a space, not only to exist, but to be explored. And that a reader like yourself or anyone under the sound of my voice should have the opportunity to explore such. And reading provides you that time. But unless you carve out the time to do such, you won't have it. So that's where it brings me to my third point of reading fluency, which is probably going to be the largest portion of my podcast tonight. Reading fluency is what many people struggle with, but don't actually, but don't actually have a term or actual word to define what they are exploring with little a lack, none, or a lot of help or information or resources. Reading fluency reflects the consistency and the kinds of content that you consciously absorb and saturate yourself in. For example, your favorite librarian currently, <laughs> as she is 25, not going to tell my true age, but I'm 25, <laughs> I read a novel a week. And that's about mm, 275 or 275 to about 800 pages. And that's the maximum I'll read between Monday and Friday. Simply because in those five days, I carve out 30 minutes to an hour of simply reading. And what I do is because I've under... I've understood and I am beginning to understand the way that I um, behave and how I am evolving as my environment, as the people I accept and interact with, and et cetera, et cetera. So 30 minutes to an hour is perfect for me. And I create an environment that contributes to the progression and to the maintenance of such. So I put on a playlist, essential oils, or if I'm not in my home environment and I know I have the time to dedicate or to commit to my reading, I try to make sure that I'm conscious for myself, that my phone is turned off, that I'm detached from certain things that need my attention, but not at the moment. So I'm able to prioritize myself. I'm able to give myself what I give others, not pieces of myself, but all of me. And in that moment, it's joyful because, you know, when we, when we define, articulate and anticipate the needs and the wants of others, we sometimes in our own intention, blindfully think we know exactly what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it can be defined as, but yet when it's time to do that for ourselves, when it's time to define our needs, our wants, how to achieve such, how to satisfy, how to satisfy them, how to always have your needs and wants met constantly, consistently, effortlessly. These things we hesitate to explore or to figure out why we don't want to show up or cultivate that time for self. But for others, it's so easy. So when you read for yourself, that's one of the greatest 
examples and illustrations of how you can simply just show up for yourselves without any money, without spending any of your hard-earned money or dime. You're just simply spending time, and that's immeasurable. And you can't get that back. And that experience, you're able to reflect as well when you read certain things. And many people say, well, I don't know what to read. So, friend, let me go ahead and encourage you (laughs) to go back to my episode one. (laughs) I keep telling you guys, you know, my podcast is not to be meant to be listened to in order. You can listen to it over and over or out of order or any way you want to. It's building blocks. And blocks are meant to be put in any way necessary or in any arrangement as long as it serves and supports you and that's based upon your definition but if you the keyword don't define what you the keyword like and need and want then you won't be walking in possibly your purpose your passion and you're not able to express identify or articulate your identity properly And friend, that's no way to live. I want you to be happy, living your best life, listen to some great music. Oh, speaking of which, hold on, let me get a little sip, sip, drink. (laughs) Baby, your favorite librarian has been on iTunes for a minute. People say sleep on me. I do not know why. First of all, your favorite librarian works hot than anybody you know mm, I sound like a disc jockey right now <laughs> your favorite librarian works harder than some of the uh, librarians you possibly know but shout out to all the librarians across the world and all the hardworking folks out there but if you go into iTunes and you search favorite librarian favorite librarian oh lord that's a countryness coming out in me if you go to iTunes and search favorite librarian, you will notice not only will you discover this podcast, but I also have a wealth of pot of, excuse me, of playlists. So you can search playlists paired to certain moods and months and certain observance. But also I'm hoping to get into the works of pairing certain playlists with certain books or certain genres. So that way, um, similar to what I do is I pair music or, um, Exactly. I pair playlist with books. So because I believe when you open a book, it's almost as if you're hearing the tone of a singer or the exact quality of certain genres of music. So when you listen to certain, for example, R&B or Delta Blues, Howlin' Wolf or Shaka Khan and Rufus or Anita Baker or Al Jarreau, there's a smoky softness there. There's a tone, almost like Dakota Staten. There's a tone there. But for example, when we go to certain like folk and um, oldies but goody uh 80s rock say when we look at uh journey or uh say the eagles like uh new york minute this is a different upbeat but yet it's still light or holland oaks new um rich girl you know things like this it's still upbeat but yet it's still light but there's also a sense of silent intensity and so these different tones are meant to be explored and felt and I believe somewhat like a book if you can finish a song you can finish a book but some people struggle to do so and to assist them with cultivating an environment that supports them to finish a book at their own pace at their own time in their own efforts when you're sitting down before you read, put on a good playlist you you know cultivated. That way, throughout your day or after you crafted the playlist, you feel good about yourself about 
the next goal. So it's a small goal. One, I have a playlist. Two, now I'm prepared and ready. So three, I have all that I need. All I have to do is sit down, relax. If I cannot relax, I can find a way. But I've sat down and I found a way to have time for myself with the 20 minutes or 30 minutes of the day. My phone is off. My playlist is going. I'm ready. Some, you know, and when you think about that 20 minutes, that 15, that 30 minutes of the day, that hour, that two hour, that three hour time of the day, it's different for different people. When you think about that time, that time is meant to be for you so when the kids are sleeping and it's right before you go to bed you know that's the time to do so or right after the shower and the kids are doing homework because they just ate you'll clean up once everything is done or say you just got home from work you're exhausted you just swept vacuum you didn't do any meal prep etc etc say you just helped out because you're the primary caregiver of your mom and dad and now one of your parents um, have come or returned from the hospital and your other parent is asleep and now you've got a nugget of time for yourself you want to spend 10 minutes of it to read to figure out what happens in the next of your psych- psychological sci-fi <laughs> manga take that time for yourself you know as you explore your interests, I want you to also understand that reading in some ways is a place to escape. You know, for children, even myself, for example, it was a place to escape when there were moments and times that I didn't know what to do or felt helpless, powerless, when there were certain traumas that I was still navigating or didn't know how to make sense of because I didn't have the vocabulary or the insight or the support to just talk it out or to figure it out. Reading provided me that space, that opportunity, and also it provided me insight on other ways and other opportunities and other perspectives of a similar situation I was experiencing or was figuring out or was navigating. And that's one thing I want to, you know, reiterate, you know, the benefits of reading again, friends, one, it provides me time Two, communication. You're able to define and articulate the best ways that you communicate, whether it's verbal or whether it's written through that, you're able to figure out what are your strengths and weaknesses from there. Reading also helps you to measure and define and determine your reading fluency. As we mentioned before, reading fluency is the measurement of how frequent and the content that you consume. And for others, many people like to read novels. Like myself, I read a novel a week. So let me get back to myself before I get all around and and talking all around the place. So when I say I read a novel a week, Monday through Friday, again, that's 30 minutes to an hour a day that I cultivate for myself. Keep in mind, I'm 20 nine twenty five and so I don't have some of the responsibilities that others may have as they may be growing in intermediate family or maybe a primary caregiver of a family member or simply maybe doing something extravagant with their lives like living abroad or living country to country because that's the thing that they choose. For myself, my life isn't as um <laughs> thrilling, but it is in other ways. And so for myself, thirty minutes to an hour is enough for me. And so I'm able to comprehend, digest, 
savor and enjoy a novel in a five-day period keep in mind I was also an English literate English excuse me ooh, an English literature Ooh, I'm getting tired <laughs> in English literature major as an undergraduate. So I was constantly, 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 constantly reading certain great pieces of work from the masters of grace, to different canons. So, and I also attended an HBCU. So my wealth and the range that I had to read is simply extravagant. Excuse me. Let me get a little bit more of my little sip, sip over here. Yeah, I don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me by the time you hear this which is on monday i release every monday you guys are probably going to be like oh four what, what you got going on over there girl first of all i am living my best life i am investing in self believing in self trusting in self and loving self mm. amen to ashe amen amen to all the affirmations so and that's one thing reading fluency has helped me to do cultivate and build my confidence but we'll get to that later but first of all let's get back to this reading fluency before we continue on so my reading fluency is a novel a week Monday through Friday and on the weekends because I believe you know simply in a similar ideology as Nipsey Hussle is that the marathon does not stop so there are and also as the great Wale you know there are no days off but also there is a time to rest so although there are no days off I believe I need to also take time to rest. So although I work every day, I also take time to rest every day. Like I take time to read every day. My reading is separate and aside from my rest. See, when I serve and please and support and serve me, it's in different ways. And let me go ahead and and, and define that. Come on, somebody. See, when I say, <laughs> see, when I say I am reading and that is, one of the greatest illustrations of self-discipline when I rest it's different from the way I discipline myself see when I discipline myself it's because I understand that this time this effort is meant to build not only character but my devotion and my commitment to my ideas and my goals that I see for myself and that's going to be or part of one of the building blocks to my cornerstone so as I stand on what I believe are the pillars of my life. These are also an illustration of my goals, my, my foundation, and the ooh, and the cardinals of my moral compass. So when I feel as though I can't see my north star, I'm always in my right direction because my footsteps are aligned with me. And I am aligned and balanced. So my rest is revolutionary, but my self-discipline is also essential. So let me go ahead and break that down. Mm. So friend, you know, again, when I say interest plus self-discipline, which is reading or can be reading for many of us, but to, but tonight and today, for those listening, I want you to understand that interest plus self-discipline or reading plus access to information or resources equals discovery or expiration and so when we break this equation down interest plus self-discipline or reading plus access to resource and information it equals discovery and exploration 
One, your interest, which is something I spoke about on our first episode. Your interest helps you to discover and define your passions, your interests, what you like, what you don't like, the best genres that you obtain information or best receive it in or digest information in, um, how well um, you read in open spaces or maybe you like to read or prefer private or or calm or quiet spaces like myself or maybe you don't like maybe you don't care about reading in loud public busy places like a coffee shop or starbucks or out in an open park during the midday when the sun is out in the hottest time of the day (laughs) but um that's interest and that's for you to define so that's a part of that exploration that comes on both sides of the equation and so when you have that self-discipline when you carve out that time to say okay I'm spending 30 minutes of my day to read all the new comics that I just bought from a thrift shop I don't know what the comic books are about but I know I like comic books and I want to get into certain illustrations I don't have any money to invest or purchase any graphic design or any software at the moment but I do want to do some old school stuff because I have some watercolors and pastels and I have a few black and white charcoals that I got from a thrift store too so I'm looking at YouTube but I also know I have a public library card which your favorite library encourages every freaking day get a public library card because if you do not have the moolah for certain books or research resources a library can provide them if your library does not have them raise your voice to the county that you are a part of or certain library districts so that way they understand there is a need for certain things and they can uh, see how they can meet them or accommodate them in certain ways so you know we get down to interest which we you know just explained and then self-discipline you know cultivating the time or crafting or prioritizing most importantly the time to have that me time to read and figure out what you like to read for your favorite librarian my medium of choice my genre would have to be uh, novellas firstly secondly short stories or a compilation of such third is poetry uh, fourth love uh, <laughs> mangas and anime and last but not least would be novels uh, now sometimes it literally goes reverse novels anime and then novellas etc etc um because sometimes i get into my moods and i like to read my classics shout out to jane Eyre and bronte sisters and etc <laughs> why am i keep saying etc tonight <laughs> all right no more etc once you say in my opinion and for a lot of my friends they'll notice once i say a word three times i try to um rest it for the night i was like, all right i said the word too much i just can't say the word anymore I try to find another way to say certain things so it allows me to be more conscious of my speaking and that's what reading allows you to become more aware of self you know when you are more when you become more self-disciplined you also become more self-aware you become more self-conscious not of your mistakes but of your choices so that way you can figure out oh I did not know I was making that con- that choice subconsciously now I am conscious to it and I don't think I want to make that choice anymore I want to make certain steps to eliminate this habit so that way I I'm not subconsciously making this choice and I'm consciously and subconsciously making choices that serve and support me. And so access, that's one thing I want to explain about the equation, interest, access, and discipline equals discipline equals discovery and exploration is that when you have access, you can gain access to a wealth of information through your public library. And I encourage you to get a public library card. If not, there are many academic libraries near you and through a 
through exploring their policies or simply inquiring, you can obtain uh, the policies or the guidelines or the guidance that allow you to utilize their collection resources or obtain certain access. And so this will assist you as you figure out what serves you or what's best for you and to whom to ask, you know, similar to uh, mental health professionals. There are licensed, and believe it or not, yes, licensed library uh, or information uh, <laughs> professionals. And so licensed library professionals like myself, I'm a licensed librarian. I can assist you or say you need assistance with certain preservation needs you can go to a licensed archivist you can go to a licensed preservationist there are so many other library and information science or information specialists and i want to encourage you to seek them out and to collaborate with such and maintain that uh, rapport you know simply because someone assists you does not mean that's the end of the relationship maintain that as you may assist them with information you did not know or valued that may assist or benefit others and etc and vice versa there we go again with the etc lord jesus i thought i was doing better <laughs> it's this sippy sip i ain't gonna tell you what's in this little thing but <laughs> i'm out here in georgia and it's a little bit of this uh do say a little peach drink a little uh, ginger ale and a little happiness and joy that's all i must tell y'all <laughs> mm. served on rocks or served over rocks <laughs> I feel like I'm Cardi B. <laughs> you know what I'm seeing? You know what I'm seeing? And then she has the other thing. What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> For all those that remember her from uh, Love and Hip Hop. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so. Interest plus access plus self-discipline, which is reading. It's for tonight equals discovery and exploration. And so, you know. When you think about self-discipline, also think and also consider that reading equals self-care. Because remember, you can't give what you do not have or you're subconsciously over-promising. Because, for example, you can only meet people as deeply as they have met themselves. So in a conversation, if they're not willing or open or ready to talk about certain things with you, it's not because there's a boundary, possibly, but there may be. Be aware and conscious or also ask, but that they may not be open to discuss that with you because they've never explored that with themselves, ask themselves certain questions. So when you ask certain questions or bring them to certain awareness or bring them to an awareness or a conclusion or an awareness or to an awakening that they've never had on their own, it may be scary, overwhelming, and not that they resent you for it, but that there needs to be a space for them to explore that, to make a mistake, to be conscious, and to feel safe, to feel brave around you through emotions that they are overwhelmed or feel as though they don't know what to do. And also, you may feel it that way. Sometimes you're that person. <laughs> sometimes, you know, when you tell someone, you're like, oh, I have this friend. Sometimes you're that friend. Sometimes you're not that guy. When people say, don't be that guy. Sometimes you're that friend that everyone uses as an example. Just say, hey, I need the help. <laughs> it's all right, friend. <laughs> because cultivating safe and brave spaces, it cultivates an area for safe and open dialogue, expression, and vulnerability. 
not only for others, but for yourself. And that's what I want you to understand is that when you have that discipline to have time, to have openness for yourself first, then you can get that to others properly. See, when we anticipate, when we define and we give and we prioritize other needs, it's one thing. But if we can't do that for ourselves, it defines a world of problems, a world of things unbeknownst to our conscious mind that we did not know existed. And one way that we truly don't want to be manipulated or for others to not, as the the words of my great mother and auntie would say, showing your slip, but you want others to see your whole heart, but not the ways of where you are not accountable, the ways that you aren't covering yourself, the ways that you aren't accountable for yourself. And so when you are able to build that time, when you're able to prioritize that area for yourself, you can build confidence for in yourself and for yourself. You know, as I mentioned on episode two, when you have dialogue with your inner child, you're able to build confidence to show your inner child that you are an adult that you may have needed or have dreamt to be around as a child but now as you reparent or now that you have conversations or create new memories with your inner child you're able to show them they can trust you and so acting out or behaving in certain ways is not necessary or is not warranted in certain times because the conscious you, the adult, the adult version of you is able to make those mindful decisions with the inner child involved, considered and covered at the same time. And that's a joyful, gracious, righteous thing. And it should inspire you to make greater decisions, better decisions, more to more refined decisions more impactful decisions for yourself. It should inspire you first and then others. Again, friends, you cannot give what you do not have or you are subconsciously over-promising. And so when you are able to give to yourself first, you can share with others. And that's something I, I, I always include on my captions, descriptions for any of my social media or whatever I post with any book. True joy, happiness, change, and love comes from within. You do not find it with the world. You share it with the world. Key words, you don't find and you do share. The reason why you don't find it in the world is because you're sharing it through whatever you give yourself first. And then among what you have established as a boundary, a restriction, or limitation, then you're able to give others. But there's also a limit. So that way your cup is never empty. And even when it is, you're able and know how to refill it properly, consistently, effortlessly, or in the way that best serves you. And I believe in order to do so, you must do that with certain tools. Self-discipline, self-love, self-care. Cultivating a safe and brave space for yourself so that way you can have and it is there for dialogue and expression and openness. Self-care equals reading, yes, because you can't give what you do not have. So when you give yourself that time, you're able to recreate memories. You're able to explore certain traumas or negative emotions or positive emotions. You're able to cultivate a community or engage in one, find one. You're able to measure or 
examine your reading fluency figure out what best genres or mediums are best serve you i mentioned mine for myself i like anime i like short stories and novellas and then i like a good novel sometimes when i'm in the mood i like it all i all i like to do is read a novel so you know it depends on what i like during that time because it's me time and that's one of the greatest the first benefits of reading is that it gives you that me time when the kids are asleep, when your husband or your boothin and your partner are partners, because poly relationships do exist and are also beautiful. <laughs> when you have that time, when you prioritize that time and when you give yourself that time, when that time is over, because remember, it's not necessarily getting through because that's important and beautiful. But what happens after certain emotions or experiences or what you prioritize like this self time or excuse me like this me time this self-discipline to read what happens after that how will you apply that and that's something that we explored in our um, episode two how do you apply what you know and you know one of the things that I mentioned is journaling or two communication that's one thing we mentioned tonight communicating you know when you read it helps you to define what's your greatest strength of communication reading or whether written in the literary sense or figure that out for yourself and when you do you're able to see okay this is my strength let me explore more of it or you know what I feel I figure out I've mastered these skills let me figure out why I'm not so great at cursive oh it's because that one time in third grade when I got a blah 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 all right well you know for now actually let me go and purchase this calligraphy kit let me go and check out a few calligraphy or uh, let me go check out certain books on um, handwriting and language or linguistics or anthro or anthropo or anthropological linguistics. Whoa. So that way I can see certain arrangements. Oh, you know what? This is turning to my love for abstract and visual art. You know what? I think I'm going to maybe take an art class. Oh, there's a calligraphy class as well at my library. I'm going to sign up for that. You're able to explore and invest in your interest through your time. And look, you're able to utilize these resources through your public library card. You're able to utilize these through your um, access to your community at thrift stores, at bookstores, at public libraries, um, at antique shops, um, <laughs> at, <laughs> at vegan places like in the West End from Tassili's Raw Reality or at Silver's Delight. You know, there's so many so many things so i i encourage you i implore you to do such to explore what's around you so before we end tonight's um podcast <laughs> um let me go over some of tonight's essentials in case you want to uh maybe give this snippet to a few of your friends one reading is one of the greatest forms of self-discipline Yes, reading is self-discipline and some of the benefits of reading are one, me time, two, your communication and your ability to refine such, three, your reading fluency, measuring and defining and anticipating your love and need for certain genres, and four, exploration and discovery. And tonight we broke down all of them and... As you continue in the beginning of this podcast, and what I'll do is I'll also include some of the uh, titles, is that there are certain titles that may assist you that I suggested, and I'll mention them again. The first is the Black Tran Prayer Book by Lady Dane F. Edie and J. Massa III. 
The next is Brujas, The Magic and Power of Witches of Color. It's by Lorraine Montagut, <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, Storm for the Living and the Dead by Charles Bukowski. This will be My Undoing by Morgan Jerkins, which is one of the, one of the greatest uh, contemporary pieces to feminist theory and thought. And last but not least, this will be my, or excuse me, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, The Emotional Lives of Black Women by Inger, Fern, Inger B. Ziegler. I uh, hope I didn't mess up any of their names. If I did, I'll include their titles in tonight's, or in t- in this episode's uh, description. Uh, but you all have been wonderful. Uh, this has almost been an entire hour. Oh, goodness. <laughs> But I appreciate you. And as we always do in my community, announcements are in the end. Uh, Join me every week on Monday, season one. We will be going strong even until the new year. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, Let me know what you like, what you don't like. If there's certain topics you want me to explore, I will give you a hint as to uh, episode four. I want to explore the spectrum of gender and particularly I want to explore uh the complexities of masculinity that would be fun (laughs) and even if we don't get to that we will in this season so as we always say there's a book for you and continue reading friends as always this has been wonderful and fun remember friend you are not alone there is something for you continue to read and if you need more black or queer literature check out my website favoritelibrarian.com or my instagram favoritelibrarian until next time continue reading and prioritize your self-love